So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Sports Key to Wrestling, I'm Kevin. A little bit of a heads up on this episode of Wrestling Outlaws. This was recorded prior to the big Vince McMahon retiring news. Don't worry, we will get Vince Russo and Road Dogg's take on that in a future episode coming up likely within the next week. Plus, this episode covers their take on everything going on in AEW and superstars who could tell Vince McMahon to, you know... Yeah, so that's still timely, right? If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and give it a like and a good review. You go tell Vince <laughs> if he wants his effing belt, come to my effing house in San Antonio and take it off and my effing mantle. <laughs> you know, Brian, it's funny, though, because, bro, I say this all the time. Out of everybody I ever work with, okay, <laughs> like, and this used to amaze the shit out of me. There was one guy who I literally witnessed just telling Vince to f off to his face, <laughs> and bro, that was Sean. Yo, like, yeah, bro, the stuff Sean I, got I away have, with. Yeah, I I've just, heard I that. I could I've... never put my Sean, bro, Brian. Let me let me give you one instance, okay? There, bro, leading up to the WrestleMania with him in Austin. Yeah. Vince and Sean weren't talking. So guess who's the go-between? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Vince, I got to go tell Sean what Vince says, and yeah. then I got to go tell Vince what Sean has a shoot. And, yeah. bro, the best thing was it was getting ugly. Okay? So I go back. Okay, Sean, here's the message from Vince. Okay? He and said he was, wants to take you down by the river. Yeah, well, this, this was Sean's message. Okay, Vince, you go tell Vince... If he wants his effing belt, come to my effing house in San Antonio and take it off my effing mantle because that's the only way you're going to get it. But, Brian, why do you think, like, he was the only one that got away with that? He was. I've I've heard those conversations as well where I just went, holy (laughs) mackerel, I can't believe that just happened. But, look, he was was a money ticket. He was yeah. a meal ticket, man. Yeah. I'll never forget when I first got there, Razor, Razor would always go, "Hey, man, it's easy on the meal ticket." You know what I mean about Sean, and that—that's kind of true, you know. Oh my yeah. gosh, bro. Yeah. he got away with murder, man. Yes, he did. Indeed. Well, well, when, you're, when you're that good, it's okay to say you're that good. Yes, you're <laughs> right, man. You're right. Uh, it ain't cocky if you do any back it up, right? Yeah. flip flop flying i don't know who you are i don't know that your character is what it is or whatever i, I don't care flip flop fly. Yeah. so how would you brian how would you 
you know, if you were given the road of lead producer in AEW, if you if you had like just a a meeting with the boys, if you put all the yep. boys together in one room, what advice would you give them as far as thinking smarter, not harder? Yeah. Well, look, I would talk to them about television wrestling and what we're doing here. And, and because that's why their show looks, when you watch it, it looks like an indie show that somebody filmed with some nice cameras. You know what I mean? Because they don't, the people will win their match and get their hand raised and just turn around and start walking away. And it's like, Oh, that's a great shot. Thank you, dude, who just won the match. And now you give me your a crack in your back to look at as you know what I mean? Like it's, you got to think about this, like it's a television show because it is. And if, and to Vince's point earlier, if you're going to go so fast, you got to slow down because some of the things I saw in that triple threat tag, I wanted to replay so bad and there, you couldn't have squeezed a replay in that thing because they were going 90 to nothing and they didn't have to, you know what I mean? They could have, they could have slowed down and let some of those huge spots breathe, but that's what I would tell them. Hey, we have to slow down. It's not whether we want to or not. We have to so that we can make our television product better. And if, I don't know if you ain't down with that. I got two words for you. You know, Brian, I got to ask you a question. Listen, I'm, I'm, you're 53. I'm 61. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest guy in the room. But I got to tell you something. When I watch what you're saying is, here's my biggest problem. When I watch AEW, they don't give anything time to register. Yeah. So my my brain can't register it before we're on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But is that an age thing? Like, are 20-somethings able to register what they're doing? Because for me, Brian, it's happening so fast, nothing's registering. Well, and look, it would, uh, I could hear Vince and Gorilla now going bananas over this not slowing down thing, but, yeah. but it might be Vince and it, and I'm okay. If that's the case, I'm okay. If I've gotten old and my brain's gotten slow and yours is faster and you, and you, it's just that such, you know, that's why they love YouTube. It's quick mm-hmm. and maybe they can follow it, but, but, but just because they can follow it does not make it good. Just because they can follow what the guys are doing does not make it, uh, uh, psychologically correct. Like yeah. they run past so many great spots in the match, so many great false finishes to everybody could pop up and I would be back there with my finger on the button, faces, faces, faces. They're going to be mad at me this time, Chris, because I'm fading in and out of the uh, frame. But, but uh, <laughs> I would be, because you can tell the story and, and I get jazzed up about it because it's my, what I'm passionate about. Look, I'm, I was okay at a, as a wrestler. I was okay as a producer, but I love doing this television stuff, running rehearsals and setting it up with the right camera angles. And man, there was some stuff I saw. uh, I don't even remember what it was now, but there's some stuff I saw and I was just calling it on my, in my head, like, please shoot it this way. Please come in, let him fly into frame. Like, I just don't Mm -hmm. think they take the time to maybe pay attention to the television product. Yeah. I think that's really, I think that's a really, really good point, Brian. Yeah, And look, in all honesty, while I'm, uh, bl- blowing my own horn. I, that's what I'm good at, Tony. What are we doing here? Say <laughs> <laughs> so that one more time for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- Tony, <laughs> I'm really good at this television stuff. Yeah. I can help you. I promise. There yes. you go. There you go. Yeah, I think you bring. I think you bring a really good point up, Brian, because I think it's one of those points of like just because it's fast doesn't mean it's good, you know. Yeah. And I can I can stand outside of my house. And I can witness an entire car crash and tell a police, you know, what happened, 
you know, minute by minute, you know what I mean? It's, you know, but that doesn't make yeah. it good. You know I mean? No, it, no, it, yeah. it, but I would beg to differ. Unless you knew somebody and were emotionally connected to them, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. You knew them who was in the car. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. then you see the car wreck differently because now I care about one of you guys who is yeah. in that car accident. But if yeah, you're yeah. just flip-flop flying, I don't know who you are. I don't know that your character is what it is or whatever. I, I don't care. Flip-flop fly. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, to, to bring my point, you know, full circle from what you said, I think you did bring a good point up. I wouldn't want to see the car crash in the first place. You know what right. I mean? Even if, right. if I cared about them, if I don't care about them, don't give me a car crash. Give me some type of pimped out ride. You know what I mean? Like Pope Mobile Party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slow it down. Yes. Have the big, have the big limo ride <laughs> down the down the street. That's why I'm enjoying because not only does that give people me to see it, I'm gonna call my friends, call my neighbors, yeah. like, yeah. hey, look at this, look at this. You gotta big old see this, man. Yeah, you gotta see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every, and then by the by the time they get to the end of the block, everybody's out from the houses, and you know, I mean, in this one yes. big show, you know what I mean. Instead of just so, so look, there's like, a time, there's there's a time to go fast in a wrestling sure, match. Sure, yeah. It is when that in a tag match when that hot tag happens, right. or in a singles match when the finish is about to. You know what I mean? They're, the mm -hmm. go or the comeback for the babyface. There's a time to run fast and move fast. It just ain't from bell to bell. For sure, yeah. So just uh, quick thoughts on this uh, particular segment to, to close it up. What's uh, other, like what AEW star now would you see excel in a WWE environment with the So, so I, I, I actually thought about this a little bit. I, I heard, uh, I've heard negative stuff about Luchasaurus, but mm -hmm. as a human being, and that mm -hmm. would, that would bring me pause. Uh, I don't know the guy, so I'm speaking totally out of school here, but I've, I trust the guy that told me, but he's a big, tall guy who can do some things, and I think he would at least get a fair shot up there. Um, and uh, you, they would own Christian manage him? Say that again? Does Christian manage him? Uh, maybe MJF does. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Christian is bringing us some really good heat nowadays, yeah. man. Yeah, well, yeah. look, Christian's great at what he does. You yeah. just got to let him do it. Yeah, Vince. Who do you think from? Uh, I think AEW? along that same vein. I think. Uh, I. I think the uh, the guy that they would go after right now would be Wardlow. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, he. He's, obviously, he's got the look. He's a monster, yep. but he, he also looks that he also looks like a guy that would listen and yeah. be quiet, coachable, coachable. Yes. Yeah. So yes. yeah, I, I think he would be the most valuable asset they could get from that company right now. Hundred percent for me. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Warlow would be the number one guy for me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Like, can we spend a second talking about how he was booked last night on that show? Did that did, did, did that sure. do anything for you guys? Like, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't I, a I fan either, man. It took him eighteen minutes. Yeah. First, they, they give him that, the jabroni they do that title all the time. Bro. You know, they give him the jabroni title. It doesn't mean nothing. When he was a guy that was really, it seemed like. He, he was the guy. Yes. You know what I mean? It was, and maybe he is in the future. I just don't think you need to give him that other than the best title yeah, uh, yeah. for that. You know what I mean? And I think taking him 18 minutes to beat the jokey guy. Um, I, I well, get it. The guy's they, over, but. They did the same thing, bro, because I was watching Rampage for a while. And, you know, when they brought Keith Lee in, he yeah. was on Rampage. Yeah. Bro, he was be it was taking him 15 minutes every yeah. week to beat people I never heard of. And yeah. I'm like, what what are we doing here, bro? No, it's he's he's booking 
for for I guess himself and and his his small circle, and they, I guess they watch that and like that. I, mm. I guess they think it's oh, it was a great match. It was fifteen minutes. Yeah, but was that per, was that right for the character? Correct. And and the yep. story the character's in and where we're at in that story. If right. you're not, if he's just coming in to beat people, he should just be beating people. And t- yeah. it's taking three minutes to do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, me, I don't know. you know, I, I'm glad you brought the Warlow uh, uh, thing because for me, I I didn't like the I didn't like anything about the segment i just think that at this point you got to strike while the iron's hot i'm a big i'm a big advocate of that and i think for now the hottest ticket you have right now is you know from from a fan's perspective and why would you book him in a match to split cheers I, I didn't understand that. I, no, I, didn't understand. I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. I, it was literally booking 101, and I thought, you put your big, huge, beautiful baby face yeah. up against this other beautiful baby yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. With, with a gang of guys out there. Like, what are we trying to do yeah. here? What are yeah. we trying to... That's the thing. It's like... What are you trying to do in this segment? Yeah. And then with this, who's what story are we telling? Correct. Is it just a good win for Wardlow? Okay, six, six minutes. Yeah, hey, kick me, kick me, kick me. Go for the super kick, and I power bomb the crap out of you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, I, even on that note, I think if you do, and it's interesting because he didn't do the symphony. He didn't, he didn't do the multiple power bombs. Oh yeah. And it was like, okay, I'm glad they didn't do that because I think he would have got heat from the fans from that if he would have uh, agreed. But but yeah. like, why would you put him in that predicament? You in know the first what I mean? Place. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I agree with hundred percent. Look, I think Vince in my mind would use him as like a manager, like right. a, somebody a talking like the next Paul Heyman or something yeah. like that. Look, I know it was the kid's dream to, and I met the kid too. I spent a day with him uh, at an autograph signing and he was a pleasure and he was respectful and I loved it. And I, and I loved the kid. What's going on everybody. This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of the wrestling outlaws with the, the beep outlaws beep yes beep with the, yes, <laughs> the yes. pellet gun was a little uh little, little weak today i mean i think we it's need all to, right I've, I've been, been well weak. i've been sick <laughs> <laughs> the, no, not you the pellet oh my gun bad my sick. bad yes, <laughs> indeed, no. here we go we got road dog in the building road dog oh, brian james know. we got vince russo in the building uh, we've got another uh, week of topics to talk about so let's uh let's bring that pellet gun out and shoot from the hip ladies and gentlemen would pew, MJ- pew. there it is right there uh, <laughs> would mjf be a success in a wwe uh let's start there uh, uh we'll start with wow. vince this time would yeah. mjf be a success in the wwe uh, i i i don't know I, I don't have a lot of faith in wwe writers and, and it seems like mjf has a lot of control over what he does at aew it seems i i think brian could tell you he would not have that control at yeah. wwe so so based on that i i would have to say no i i do not think he would have the same success brian so, so yeah, look, I agree. I don't think, because I don't think he would work within the same parameters. Uh, and if right. he didn't, he wouldn't be there. And that, right. that's, I also, he's not a huge guy. I mean, his ring, in-ring work is good. Um, he's not gonna, you know, uh, 
move the needle or anything, I don't think. Uh, but it, nobody does these days, so I'm not really talk, dogging him too much. But, yeah, I think, like Vince said, he has a lot of creative control right now. Uh, and may, maybe they took some away from him, and that's where he's at. We'll all see when he comes back and, and where they go. But, yeah, I don't think he makes it too far in the WWE. Mm-hmm. He has a, he's not a big guy, but a lot of times people are over because they have a big presence. Do you think that matters at all, Brian? I, I do, 100%. But at the end of the day, the bell rings and you gotta, you gotta carry your weight in there. And so, but, but a hundred percent, look, I think Vince in my mind would use him as like a manager, like right. a, somebody a talking like the next Paul Heyman or something yeah. like that. Look, I know it was the kid's dream too. And I met the kid too. I spent a day with him uh, at an autograph signing and he was a pleasure and he was respectful and I loved it. And I, and I loved the kid. Um, we'll just, we'll see what happens when he returns. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, you said when he returns, Vince and I talked about that before, like, Vince, why is there even a, uh, what What are we doing here? You know, yeah, like, I mean, Brian will tell you, money Brian, maker, Brian, Brian, he Brian was the head writer at SmackDown, so Brian will tell you, Brian, it, it just boggles my mind that they're doing this angle, this shoot, work shoot, to <laughs> fool all the, mar- we're going to fool the marks. We, we, we're yep. going to we're gonna take his picture off of everything and this, that, and the other <laughs> thing, okay? Meanwhile, you took one of more your, your most valuable properties yep. off of the show. Like, Brian, like, come, would you, bro, in, in the middle of John Cena's run, we're going to take him off. And yeah. take your, like, how ridiculous is that, Brian? Come yeah, on. Yeah, it is. It is ridiculous because he is one of their better acts. And, right. and uh, look, I watched their show last night because I wanted to see a couple of matches that I was interested in seeing. Uh, the the uh, Zeb Coulter's old team. Uh, I wanted to oh, watch yeah. them p- punch each other, and I also wanted to watch that triple threat tag team. And congrats to the uh, to the Swerve and the, the uh, Limitless One. Mm-hmm. Uh, lim- I think they should be called Limitless Swerve. Oh, I don't know. That just rolled off the tongue, though, right there. That's a T-shirt, dog. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I'm a a sucker for feel-good moments. You know, I've told Vince this before. I'm a sucker for feel-good moments. I think the feel-good moments are the moments that really uh, pass, you know, goes through the annals of history. You know, I mean, uh, people don't really – good you know good floppy matches or you know good or floppy yeah. matches or a dime a dozen now you know what i mean yeah but, it's look it's yeah. all about character and storyline absolutely i don't and i'll say this till i'm blue in the face and jim Cornette and every other wrestling purist will hate me for it there ain't a dime in wrestling look at all the people who've drawn the money yeah. They were the worst workers. Yeah, I said that plenty of times. <laughs> but but, but, but yeah. the biggest, the biggest characters. Yep. The, like you said, a big, big persona. Mm-hmm. That's got my attention. It gets yep. me emotionally invested. What the car crash flippity doo dah does is make me go, "Oh, that was cool. Did you see that?" Yeah. But yeah. I don't get out of my seat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then the the expectation is lowered because you're going to see it next week. And then Wednesday, and then Friday, and then Wednesday. And, and then not, not only that, Brian, but from a business point of view, Chris, I was reading an article that uh, Khan just did with the New York Post. Bro, he must have blamed injuries like 50 <sighs> times throughout this interview. And I'm like, 
Bro, it's because they're working the way they work. Yeah. So yes. if you don't want 10 people getting hurt every single week, maybe it's time to have a conversation with them, Brian, about the way they're yeah. working these yeah. matches. About how you construct your matches and maybe the producers can help them slow it down a little bit. Yes. But, you know, right. Once you tell them to, the young guys go like, yeah, what does that old booger know? You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. well, I, I know how to still do it at 53. <laughs> yeah. Along those lines, Brian, like from, from your from what you've seen in AEW, then you know just the the stack of injuries. I mean, yeah. you know, Ray Phoenix, you know, uh, had a had a break, had a straight up break. Uh, you know, he he returned, but you know, broke. You know, uh, had a really bad injury. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson, you know, had some issues, perhaps a concussion, and then you know, there's there's other things. You know, Jeff Hardy had, you know, he was injured. You know, what I mean, yeah. like there's just a stack of injuries. That are affiliate jungle boy you know he's currently out with an injury there's just a stack of injuries that we see with the type of fast-paced crash course style of ww of aew but that's not the money making style of wrestling oh, I, they're not working smart brian, they're, they're not exactly. the whole work smarter not harder they're not doing brian correct me if i'm wrong i cannot remember you being hurt at all when i was writing for you guys i can't remember <laughs> you ever being out hurt hey and it wasn't because i wasn't uh, aggressive or oh, being, no, not at uh, all. you know, not aggressively at all. attacked by, by Bradshaw and Farouk right. and all those guys. <laughs> right. But, right. but, but I was smart. I, yeah. I know what my body can do and I play the tape through. And yeah. a couple of times I backed out of stuff and yeah. Billy would call me every name in the book and he would end up doing it and make it on all like the, remember the ladder teetering over at the dumpster match. Yeah. That yeah. was my spot that I backed out of. I chickened out of I'm like, I don't, I don't trust myself to do well that. I get hurt, yeah. you know, but I don't think these kids think that through. I think they just go, Hey, I'm going to jump off the roof and you catch me and yeah. good luck with that. Well, they, yeah. well, they're looking for the pop and they thinking that the, the biggest pop is going to be the you know the, you know uh, basically in line for the next push i mean that's what a lot of the philosophy do, is do, do they real do they really oh, think yeah. that chris or oh, it, yeah. are they looking for that pop because they're looking for that moment of adulation and and love from from the marks i think that's what they're looking for more I think than it's a combination push. of both I if, think it's if a that's what they both. were looking for vince then surely they would slow down and let some of that adulation sink in without bury the pop man, man. I agree. <laughs> but, yes. but i'll also say to, to chris's point about uh the biggest pop well then they need to push the ass boys you know yeah. what i mean because they go out there every week and they're the only people with heat right uh, yeah, and, and it's kind of funny heat but not so funny when they get heat they still got a little heat and yeah. so it's you know i don't know i watch their show and it just I love it that Tony's already fussing about injuries. Like, uh, hey, yeah. man, it ain't ballet. People yeah. get hurt. People's yeah. egos get hurt, and they walk away. Oh, my God, right in the middle of a storyline. Yeah, this is your life now, Tony yeah. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. Good point.